Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. We are your hosts of the show, Karen and Kelly Sarlow. Whether you're struggling with grief or you just need answers, we connect you with spirit to find relief, clarity, and direction in life. We can help you move forward. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. Good. I need the name of a female, please. I would like to know if I'm going to like this female. <laughs> oh. This name can't be ruined for me. Um, I'm, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Like on a scale from one to ten, no, no. how sure we'll, we? we'll go with that you're going to like her. We're going to like her. I'm choosing Blythe. Oh, I understand why. This, this is my niece. Yes. And it's a very unique name. Uh, I'll say here in... Ontario, Canada. Yeah. Um, and I just don't want it wrecked. So good luck to you, Karen. <laughs> okay. So um, Blythe and I are starting our session and we're over Zoom so we can see each other. And at the very beginning of the session, she says to me, okay, she says, I'm stressed out of my mind. And she goes, I just need you to know because I know you pick up things. Mm. And she goes, I'm really anxious. I cannot sleep. She says, I can't concentrate at work. I can't concentrate at home. She says, I'm blowing everything. She goes, I'm making mistakes everywhere. People are angry because of my mistakes. I'm angry because I'm making them. She says, and then that's making everything worse. And she says, and I'm in a ton of physical pain. Hmm. And she says, so, and I'm waiting for doctor's tests. And she says, and to boot, who knows when the hell they're going to call me back. Right. Because they're so busy and they're so backlogged. And she goes, so I I am beyond myself. I do not know what to do. And I feel like I cannot go into work one more day and have all of my coworkers see what I'm like and be angry with my level of stress because I I can't handle their response to me and all of my own emotions. She says, I am beyond it all. Mm-hmm. Now, that's how that session started. And I said to her, I am so sorry that you are going through all of this and that you feel this way. And then, now I'm just going to say, we got to back all of this up to me waking up in the morning. So when I woke up that morning, I was laying in bed. And just as my eyes open, I feel instant anxiety, like through the roof anxiety, like the walls coming at me anxiety. And I feel aching in my, in my joints. I feel like, and I, and I go to reach for my ring and I can't, I can't move my ring. And it's like, well, that's odd. Usually when I get up in the morning, I could like, I can move my ring. Why can't I really? move it? You're not swollen in the morning? Well, even if I am swollen, the, the, my rings aren't that tight that I can't move them. That's nice. Good for you, Karen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those days might be coming then, is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying I'm in them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. My rings are a part of me in the morning. <laughs> okay. And so I had this aching in the joints, and then my hip hurt, and it was like, oh, God. So I, and I didn't know which one was worse. And it was like, oh, Jesus, how am I going to get up and put my day in if I feel like this? And then I got pain like, in the sinus area, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what's what's happening? Did this just start in the middle of the night? Like I'm just waking up? Is this a sinus infection? And it and so I'm poking around on the right side, and I'm trying to feel like where it hurts in here, like what's going on in here. 
And then I get this loud ringing in my ears, and it's like, oh my God, this is tinnitus. Or some people pronounce it tinnitus. There's different ways to pronounce it. And I'm thinking, oh shit, what is all of this? And then I think, just a random thought going in my head, and I think, geez, I better call the doctor's office and ask them to put another run on my antibiotics. And I'm like, hmm, hold up. I'm not on antibiotics. Mm -hmm. I have not been on antibiotics. This is somebody else's experience. It isn't my experience. Um, I'm going to get up and going to just try and move and start making the bed, brush my teeth, start doing my morning routine, and just see, pray to God, this is going to pass pretty quickly because this is this is terrible. This is terrible. It's funny how fast you become religious when you're not <laughs> feeling well. I'm just going to pray to that. God <laughs> yeah. out there. Yep. Anyway, so I got up and I started making my bed, doing my routine, and it all passed. That was great. So I thought, okay, this is somebody's stuff during the day, but whose will it be in a course of seeing different clients yeah. in the day, right? Like, and, and is it somebody who's died mm-hmm. and I have to describe what they went through before they died? Or is this going to be somebody who's alive? Like, or is this going to be an animal? Like, mind you, no, well, maybe some animals wear are digits, but don't wear rings. <laughs> Good luck. That's funny, but that's what you're thinking, right? It's messed. <laughs> so anyway, as I'm talking to her, I start getting the ringing in my ears, and I think, oh shit, oh shit, here okay, it comes. Okay, so we're back in the session. Now we're yes, thank you. So now we're back in the session, and my rings, my, my ears start ringing, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is. This is how she feels or how somebody who she wants me to channel feels. So now my next task is, is it her yeah, or is it someone who's crossed over? So I said to her, I went through consent and then um, she says, uh, Karen, could you start with medical intuitive? And I went, yes, I can. Thank God. Yeah. And I said, I'm actually going to describe to you how I woke up this morning. And she went, oh, I'm sorry. And she says, are you, tell- going, are you trying to tell me that you got all my stuff this morning? She goes, this is bad. And I went, yeah, I think I did. So I went through and I described all of the symptoms. And she goes, that is totally me. Mm-hmm. She goes, that's what I'm going through. And I said, and she goes, and I want you to be able to tell me what's in my test results. Right. She goes, and I want you to tell me because I'm so stressed. I can't wait for the doctor's office because they said if they can't find anything, they're not going to call me. Which is the stupidest fucking thing ever. And if you work in a doctor's office, I'm sorry, I'm not personally attacking you. It's just, it's stupid. Because yeah. people miss things. We are human. We yeah. forget to do things. So as clients, yeah. we're like, did they forget? Did my papers get lost? Or do I literally not have to worry? Yeah. Or do I have to worry that the other two things happened? It, it's not. It's not a good system. Yeah, and she says, you know, and I was told... So, and I just want to continue to explain that. She says, I was told that if the test results come back, fine. They're just not going to let me know they're, they're, because they're too busy. She says, but then I'm thinking, okay, so how do I know when you get the test results? And how do I know when I'm supposed to call back and say, okay, what's the next step then? If I'm still experiencing pain. This yeah. is a bad relationship. Okay, let's take the doctors <laughs> off the table. Imagine you like... You're like, hey, let's be in this significant relationship, and if everything's fine, we just won't talk. Right. And if something's wrong, then maybe we'll engage with each other. Yeah. Like, 
Who would consent to that relationship? Yeah, not me. <laughs> Definitely not me. Standards have improved in my life. And I'm hoping that other people are going to go, I'm with Karen. Mm-hmm. But you and I both know there are people that would tolerate that mm-hmm. and feel like if somebody sets that as the bar, I guess then that's what I deserve. That's all I deserve. Yeah. And that's what I have to accept. And if we go back to the doctor's office, then maybe there are a lot of patients that just go along with that if that's the doctor's policy, instead of saying, that doesn't suit me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I will be calling back. Mm-hmm. If your policy is not to call me, I will be calling you. Especially and maybe you won't like my five phone calls and decide that my five phone calls are annoying you. And so maybe efficient. it's more efficient for you to make one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> huh. Right? Happy Saturday. <laughs> it's just... Go on. Okay. Tell me about Blythe. Okay. So she wants me then to look at them, like to do a medical intuitive reading for her. And the guide said to me, um, the test results are going to come back, that there's nothing wrong, that they can't explain the ringing in the ears. Okay. So not nothing's wrong, inconclusive. Okay. And th- this, no, I'm not picking on no, you. No, I know. This is something that really annoys me, especially given the yeah. fact that we're just not going to call you. We know you're in pain. We know you have discomfort. We yeah. know that you're not functioning the way that you know that you can. Yeah. Um, we're just going to say nothing's wrong and we're going to yeah. help you problem solve absolutely nothing beyond this test. Yes. Not even, like if someone sits down with me in a life coaching intake and says to me, I'm distressed over these things, and it happens to be eating disorders or sexual assault. I don't sit there and go and call. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, there's some professionals that are really well equipped to handle those things. It doesn't happen to be me, mm-hmm. but you're still in pain, and we got to point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So when I asked the spirit guys what was going on, they said it had to do with COVID. And it had to do with the fact that she had all these symptoms as a result of COVID. And that the doctor knew she had COVID, knew the symptoms were as a result, but given where she lives, this doctor does not feel that they're able to report the symptoms. There's Their medical system doesn't want that kind of information. I was going to say we probably just lost some listeners who don't believe COVID is a thing. It, it, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's, still, it's just a story, a story and it's not my opinion. It's just what this person is going through. So the doctor is not in a position, um, and I don't know where she lives, by the way. So somebody thinks, well, that's not, you, you know, just never know Canada. That's not, you know, Holland or whatever, right? Wherever you're listening from, I'm just saying wherever wherever she lives, this is what's going on in her country. The physicians are not allowed to report any of the symptoms of vaccinations or any of the symptoms of COVID and what it's what it's doing. There's, it's just not happening. So um, I mentioned that to her and she said, I've heard that in the news here. And she says, and, I, and, and it leaves me with, I don't know what to do. It leaves me with, now I don't even know what my doctor's protocol is. I, and I'm hearing this in the news. So I'm really frustrated and I'm, and I'm, uh, you know, I can feel for my physician if this is mm-hmm. the position they're put into. Yeah. Um, but it, it might mean that there's just the two of us don't know what to do about it. She says, so I'm reaching out to you. And the spirit guides came in and said, her diet is shit. Number one, her diet is horrible. And it was horrible before COVID. So she went into the COVID situation 
with really high levels of inflammation in the body. But because she is not extremely over overweight, she is overweight, but it's not extreme. In, in, like it's maybe 20 pounds. Um, she doesn't feel that it's um, that she's overweight to the point where she would have any problems and that she doesn't think that she should have any issues with insulin resistance or anything like that. She thinks she's fairly average. She can look around and point at a lot of people. Okay, that but have, if you belong to a psych ward and you feel like you fit in and you're fairly average in your environment, that doesn't mean you're good to go. You're on your game today. Thanks. I like really and honestly, and uh, you know what? I was just watching Parks and Rec, which is a fantastic comedy show. It's it's on prime television if people have that. Um, they often make fun of how obese the uh, the states are or mm. individuals in, in the United States. And I'm not looking to pick on anyone, obviously, but it's a norm of the, mm -hmm. the size of portions that are happening in the United mm -hmm. States. And children on average are on the end of obese when it comes to weight, right? Mm -hmm. If you're saying, well, I mean, compared to my environment, like I'm pretty average, like, mm -hmm. okay, that's not a healthy standard. And that's mm -hmm. the point. You're, you're missing the point at that yeah. At that point. And the guides point this out to her that she actually feels that she's in very good shape. She feels that 20 pounds overweight is very normal, very healthy, very, very good. She doesn't see any of it as an issue. So when the guides come through and say, your system is in high states of inflammation, and I can find it everywhere in your body. So then I said, so I can feel it in your fingers. And, and she goes, well, I don't even know what that really means. Like, what would cause inflammation? And I please, said, please call me, <laughs> please call me. And for anyone who's also listening to this show and is like, oh, whatever, it's 20 pounds. Go to the grocery store, pick up 20 pounds of potatoes and walk corner to corner mm. and tell me that you don't feel taxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so she doesn't, but you're, you're making great points. So thank you. No, she doesn't because that's her day to day experience and she has adapted to it. Exactly. And so the guides are trying to point out to her that she's in denial. They're trying to point out to her that she's normalizing something she shouldn't be normalizing. And they pointed out to her and said, you are eating wheat on a daily basis. You are eating sugar. I'm going to say something like at least three times a day, at least. And they said to her, it's almost hourly because you eat a bit of sugar Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You eat a little bit, even if it's just in your sugar, your ketchup. Hold up. Sugar in your sugar? Well, I'm going to... I mean, I would put a teaspoon of sugar in my mouth. <laughs> I would but say... Did you mean a different uh, food? No. But that's like sugar in your coffee kind of thing? I meant sugar in a coffee. Oh. But when you said that, it made me think of Nutella. Oh, fuck yeah. It made, By the spoonful. It, or, or peanut butter. Like, it made mm -hmm. me think of things that really are just, sugar. just pure sugar. Yeah. And and yes, you have flavored sugar, like the Nutella or the peanut butter. Or your it, French vanilla from Tim Hortons yes. that you drink three times a day. It, right? Used, used to. Yeah. So I said, like, and then in between you eat sugar. So you will actually eat an actual chocolate bar, which is sugar. Mm -hmm. You will actually eat then a, like a donut or a sandwich or like you will pick little things or like, oh my goodness, even some healthy sugars, but still sugars. Right. And she goes, oh, um, yeah. And you can see like she's surprised. And you can see that she's actually trying to process truthfully and honestly, mm -hmm. how much sugar she's actually eating, because it's been a norm. Mm, for and, sure. And I said to her, 
This has actually been a norm for you since childhood. This is how you were raised. This is the foods you were raised on. You were raised to have snacks. You were raised to have a snack before bed. So it would have been like a piece of toast with a little bit of cinnamon and butter on it. And she goes, oh my God, yes. Um, yeah. She, and, and a little cinnamon and brown sugar. And she goes, totally. Mm-hmm. And I said, so you were raised to, to crave these things all through your life. I said, but as far as I can see... What you're going through right now with the inflammation in your ears, the inflammation in the sinuses that is causing this infection, is the fact that you're still eating this way. And so now you're on, you were on antibiotics. And she went, I was. And I said, Yes, I heard that this morning when I got up because I wanted to call and ask, My God, she says, I said that to my husband this morning at coffee that I needed to call the doctor and ask for another dosage. If that's possible, if they do that, I need, I think I need to go back on antibiotics again. And I said, I don't think you need the antibiotics as much as you need to actually sit down and look at what you eat and drink. And she goes, oh, don't even go there. Oh. She goes, okay. She goes, and I said, I think you're a Coke person or Pepsi. Same, same. Mm -hmm. And I said, because we're just talking about sugar. And I said, and I think you also like your coffee. You also like your tea. You also like your sugar drinks. And I said, but everything has a little bit of, or a lot of, sugar in it. And she goes, yeah. So the guides are basically saying to you that they really believe that the insulin resistance in the body is something that you have to address because it has to do with the aches and the pains, the swelling of joints. And she goes, oh, oh, really? And I said, oh, you wouldn't know to associate any of that? You wouldn't understand? That's something that you need to learn? And she goes, yes. And I'm asking that not in a condescending way, like you dumb shit. Don't you know? No, that's not how we talk to our clients. No, I, I, I want. To, we want to educate. We want to to say it in such a kind way that we, you and I, are book lovers. <laughs> we, we love education. So I said to her, "Here are some good resources." Um, is to explain to you what insulin resistance is. And I said, can I send some of these things to you afterwards in an email? Um, Because she wasn't recording the session. And she said, yeah. She says, so do you actually mean that because I eat sugar, that I could actually have problems in my sinuses? Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Today, it's your sinuses. Yeah. And I said, absolutely. And she says, that could give me an ear infection? And she goes, wait a minute. Are you also saying that that could have affected the severity of COVID that I got? And I said, possibly, yes. Any sickness, right? And yeah. for anyone who's like, whatever, to COVID, like any sickness, if your immune system is not good yeah. because your nutrition is poor, mm-hmm. then anything gets exacerbated. Yes. Your, your body is just trying to thrive and it can only thrive off of what you are offering it. Yeah. And I said, your adrenal glands are pooched. And I said, yeah, I just love that word. (laughs) And she goes, what? What's what's the adrenal glands? And what do you mean? Where are they? What do they do? I don't get it. And I said, well, when you go to your doctor, they can explain that better than I can. Always say that. If they're talking to you. Right. And I, but I always try and say that because I do believe that you go get your education, that you don't just listen to what I say to you in a session. You want to go get it all backed up. Mm-hmm. You want to do your research to see if the medical information in a medical intuitive reading is spot on. And I don't ever want people to think that I think I'm a replacement for medical care. No, we don't. So I said, it looks to me like your adrenals are fatigued. 
and that you need adrenal support. And I said, and it also shows what I'm also seeing in what the scans and what the guides are telling me is that there are other systems that are out. You've, you've got inflammation and stuff. I said, but your immune system needs help. And I said, you might benefit greatly from going to a naturopathic doctor. And I said, because that definitely is one of their specialties. And naturopathic doctors like and love their jobs because they want to build your immune system mm -hmm. so that you are in tip-top shape to be able to handle the shit life is going to throw at you. Whether you believe COVID happened or not, you just want to call it a regular flu virus. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you want to be in the healthiest place possible to deal with things mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And your, your nutrition contributes to all of that. A hundred percent. And she said, well, I don't see the connection. To what? To eating well and being mentally okay. And I said to her, okay. I said, there is a wonderful book called Your Brain on Food by Dr. Uma Naidu. And I said, and her research and all the, the whole team that she has that put out this book, who sends out weekly emails. And I know that because I read the book, I follow her, and I get her weekly emails. And she went, oh, tell me about her. And I said, okay. And I said, and I will send you a link. I will let you know what that book is called. I will get you all the information I can in an email so that you can follow Dr. Uma Naidu. And I said, but I think you should also follow Dr. Scherze and Dr. Scherze. They're a married couple, neuroscience, and, I, and a neuroscientist both medical doctors, and I said, who love studying dementia and Alzheimer's and food and how your sugar and your insulin resistance is all related to dementias and Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. And they have books, they have resources, cookbooks, and I own them. I've read their books. I've got their cookbooks. And I said, these are things where when you get this kind of education, you're going to understand that you feel like you can't go to work and cope anymore, partly because of what the sugar is doing to your body. Mm -hmm. It's not just that you're just naturally stressed because shit's happening. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. I have so much. Like, but keep going. Mm -hmm. My my heart aches because you know, and I'm thinking about listeners too yeah. who may have turned this off and been like, "This is boring. This is the worst medical intuitive episode you've ever done." Like, <laughs> and and simply because you're going into a lot of detail of of mm -hmm. the struggle that Blythe is having, right? And yeah. some people will want to be in denial of how similar or parallel their struggle is yeah. because they're like, "Well, I'm not giving up my sugar, so fuck this episode." And yeah. and I get that, right? I had donuts last night. And on the weekend. Like, we all, sugar is addictive mm -hmm. for anyone, even if you know better, right? Yes. However, we have to know how to take care of ourselves. And we can have those things in moderation, yeah. but we don't want to eat them to the point of inflaming all of our systems. Yes. That the systems can't work individually or together. Yes. And what the guards were trying to prove to her, that part of all of those systems includes the brain, which she thinks is different yeah. than all of her organs. She thinks her organs are here. And I said, do you not realize that your eyes are an organ? Like, do you not think that there your are... Your skin? Or that you're, yeah. I said, do you not think there are organs in your head? And she goes, 
No. And this woman is smart. This is a professional Look, woman. I went into the Englishes and the psychologies, okay? Like, people go into different fields mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with other fields. Mm-hmm. And we can't all know everything about mm-hmm. each other's fields. That's why we have to lean on professionals mm-hmm. to say, hey, tell me what I don't know so I can help myself. The same mm-hmm. way I look at my plumber and go, I don't know what the fuck's going on. You tell me. Yeah. And I will value you for what you tell me. Yeah. And and when you fix the plumbing, I won't say you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to trash you after you've already done the job for me. Right. Right? No. We're supposed to value what the person does. But, pardon me, in addition, I didn't want to say but to your, your statement. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to let them do what they're great at, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to ask them what I need to know on a day-to-day basis for good maintenance Mm -hmm. and to know what can I do for myself with plumbing and when do I need to call you when it's beyond me, which is what we're trying to say about nutrition. What can I do and learn? What do I need to know and learn in order to help myself on a regular basis? And then when I reach a certain point of certain illnesses or when a a dietary lifestyle is no longer working for me, then I'll know when it's time to reach out to a professional and say, okay, there must be more. I don't know. Go on. I remember one time having somebody to the house to do something. The the repair person said to me, at what point in, in all of this process, when you got to chaos, did you deny the fact that you were beyond your abilities and knowledge and should have called me. All of the way, sir. <laughs> All of the way through till now. I died laughing. <laughs> like, we both burst out laughing. He goes, I'm really glad you have a sense of humor about that. But he says, I purposely asked my clients this to make a point. Was it our dryer guy? No, it was the washing machine yeah, guy. Totally. <laughs> Same guy, but yeah. Richard. pardon me. So yes, in answer to your question, just different machine. But but the point being, if we're coming back to Blythe's situation here, yeah. you've got to know the markers in your own body. So like, and, and I'm not picking on Blythe, I'm just giving an example. When your fingers started feeling yeah. like a five out of 10 pain, yeah. before you came ad- became adapted to the seven out of 10 pain, mm-hmm. how come that wasn't a question where you went, hmm, maybe I should talk to someone about this? Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, when this started to become tender, mm-hmm. how come we didn't call someone at a two or a five out of 10 mm-hmm. pain and say, I have questions and waited until we had a nine out of 10 and couldn't function, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to know the markers of your own body. And this is why self-awareness is so important. Mm-hmm. If I don't know what my baseline is, and, and Blythe has a good reason, right? You're talking about mm-hmm. her being fed these kind of things since childhood. Yeah. She may only know pain. She may That's only know right. discomfort, right? Oh, yeah. And she may only know overweight. And so what markers is a fair question yes. because she's never been told to check in with her body yes. to say, how do I feel versus how do I want to feel? Oh, Kelly. I love how you're presenting this for everybody. And I just want to say that this was part of her session as well. Of course. Was this beautiful conversation about it's not her fault. Yeah. It's not her fault that she was raised this way. It's not her fault that her partner, and this ended up becoming part of the session as well. But I'm not going to go into it too much because you've done a great job of explaining it, where her partner... um keeps her in that space of staying inflamed. It, he, like he contributes to the, um, this is how we're going to eat because he's in the same type of a situation where he hasn't known better either. Right. And it's not his fault too. 
So, but the guides bring it up because at first when they bring it up and they say how he encourages her to stay. So she says, you know, I need to lose a couple of pounds. He'll go get groceries and come back with all kinds of shit again. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just said, I'm going to, I wanted to lose some weight. And he'll go, oh yeah, but that'll only last a day or two. And then you'll send me out to the grocery store and I don't want to have to go out. And I don't want to have to go out again this week. I want to go once. So I just bought it. Just don't pretend it's there. And once you get through your little just, thingy just again. pretend it's not there. Yeah. You said just don't pretend it's there. Oh. <laughs> go on. Just pretend it's not there. Until and, you want it. Until you want it. And then we'll be through this whole little charade of yours again. Oh, that's rude. Okay, we have some different issues going on here. Yes. So then a little part of the session goes into the fact that they they both really don't know any better. Mm-hmm. They both aren't treating each other with respect or kindness. They both really don't know when to call a doctor's office and when not, when not to, which leads to all of that stuff that you were saying about that you really don't even know your own body. Mm-hmm. So you don't know when it's reasonable to expect help. Mm-hmm. Or when you are supposed to actually help yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like, I want to say this too. This isn't just people who have grown up like this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've spent probably the last three months in chaos at work here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just in terms of the load, right? Mm-hmm. Loving everything that I'm doing, spending way too long at the desk. You know, it's, it's 14 hours some days. Mm-hmm. And I sure, I get up and I do a little stretch and movement in between, but like, I'm aching at this point because it's been too long mm-hmm. of an unhealthy routine. And I caught myself one day where I was like, I guess I just have this pain now. This is just mm. my body now. And my the other part of my brain was like, pardon me? Mm. Like, I'll pull a Kelly Kapoor on the office. How dare you? Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. how dare you accept that this is just how things are when yeah. you know better that you can actually be doing better, right? And part of what you're talking about is these two individuals yeah. didn't know what they didn't know. And we can't be faulted for that. Mm-hmm. When you know better, you have a personal responsibility to do better. And that's where the guides are thrilled that she's called because yeah. they're now telling her better. Yeah. And, I've, and I want to say that. I don't want people to think, oh, Karen told her better. No, Karen... Not to be rude. You're a very loving person. Karen doesn't give a fuck. She's just channeling. Yes. There's no opinion. It's not what she thinks. She's hearing, listening to the sensory experience of the guys and just giving the information about what Blythe needs. That's exactly right. Exactly. Good. Okay. Back to you. Okay. So if we go back into that session, then um, the guides talked about the relationship a little bit about between the two of them and that she, they suggested, the guides suggested that she go to therapy to talk about her life, to go to talk about the fact that it wasn't her fault, to be able to learn self-compassion, but then to be able to ask her questions. She needs a therapist to be able to say to her, let's give you some good, healthy questions to ask yourself. Do you want your husband treating you that way? Do you want somebody to sabotage every time you make an effort? Because you have the right to make as as many efforts as it takes till you finally make the switch to get healthy? Or do you want somebody who's going to be able to sabotage you? But a good therapist is going to be able to walk her through it so that she can then go home and have that healthier conversation with her partner and say, I don't want to be spoken to that way. I don't want these things. And I am doing my change now. But for her to stay focused on herself when he brings the food in the house, and yes, maybe she will put it someplace where she can't see it. 
and go about going back to therapy to get more and more tools to become a healthier person. Yeah, and not accept verbal abuse in the process. Exactly. And the sabotage that she does to herself and the sabotage that he does to her and that she permits. Mm -hmm. And the cycles that the two of them together have created and that she has created before he even came into the picture. Yeah, for sure. Right? Interesting. If Blythe is listening, I want to work with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like a sweet spot. And, and I mean, obviously you're doing the channeling. I love doing the coaching part. Yes. For the mindset. Yes. Yeah. So the go- like it, this comes to the end, eh? Like we start coming to the end of her session here where it wraps up with the guide suggesting the books, the education. We'll just say, we'll call it education overall. Um, therapy for different reasons. Um, being able to reach out to her doctor's office to say, this doesn't, this doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so some, something has to change. Your other clients and patients might like this and be okay. This doesn't work for me. It's adding to my stress. Now I'm going to be booking an appointment for looking for a stress sleeve. But when you ask me who's stressing me, I'm, I'm going to have to say you guys. And so then it also goes to the education about her nutrition and the fact that, uh, oh, a nutritionist, that's where the guides ended the session. They asked her to make her first step reaching out to a nutritionist um, and somebody perhaps with um, also a behavioral management background. Yeah, um, that could help her. And actually, I want to give a shout out here to another YouTuber, Autumn. Bates, um, who has both in her education and has her own YouTube channel where she's trying to help people understand the intermittent fasting um, and, and the effects of too much sugar, insulin resistance. She does, and she has her degree in both. So that was also sent to her. And that's something you and I like doing. We like promoting everybody who has some type of education to share where we get to be healthier versions of ourselves and live healthier lives. Mm-hmm. Are you done? I am. Okay. I want to I wanna just kind of make a few last notes here. What I really love about this is that she came in complaining, uh, not complaining, pardon me, just stating where she was at. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to put that on her. Mm-hmm. She was just being very honest about yes. how, how and why she was feeling the way she was and why you woke up the way you did. Um I love that nothing in her session was about addressing her coworkers. That even though work was a really big point of stress and Mm -hmm. probably will continue to be for a little bit because she's having a hard time dealing with their reactions to her, Mm -hmm. her way forward was taking care of herself. Mm -hmm. This was not sitting each person down and saying, I don't like the way you're treating me. It was actually to sit down and go, okay, I need to fuel myself in a healthier way, and, mm-hmm. and asterisks. When we say better on this episode or on this show, we always mean healthier. Mm-hmm. We don't mean superior to. We just mean healthier. So her way forward was to take good care of herself, physically, mentally, and emotionally. And the ultimate message is: all those other things that you're feeling stress over are going to fall into place once you start taking care of yourself. And that's not to point fingers and shame and blame either. They are literally said, this is not your fault. This is an education about what you can do to help yourself. And here's the team that you're going to want to put together. 
Mm-hmm. Choose your player. Mm-hmm. I just like I love that, and this also puts the good kind of control back in her hands mm-hmm. because you know she came into the session literally saying to you, "I feel out of control in all mm-hmm. of these areas of my life, and I don't know what to do." Mm-hmm. She knows who to call. She knows what books to pick up. She knows what to research on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like there's just there's such clear direction. She can take any of those steps in whatever order she wants to. Instead of feeling like, I don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. That's a good day. And I mean, I love learning. So I'm really excited for her because this is the beginning, right? So thank you for the story today. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlows. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.